inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Confusion. Confusion is the soup du jour. Confusion. It seems to be what is occupying our minds. And let's be honest. There's much confusion in this world. There's much confusion in America. There's much confusion in our families. There's much confusion in our church. There's much confusion in us. And confusion about the simple things. What is a woman? What is a man? Define family. Is there a God? Is America good? Are the founding fathers evil? Have we really been abusing black people for 500 years? You know, there's a lot of questions going on, and it's okay to question ourselves. But the point of this is this, if you cannot answer those questions and just confusion sets in, confusion is not a useful tool. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I wanna bring some clarity. Today, I wanna remove some of the confusion. Today, I wanna give you power. Because when we're confused, we don't step out. When we're confused, we don't speak up. When we're confused, we don't stand up. And so today, I want to help you. Be what you're called to be. Be who you're called to be. And if you know who you're called to be, then we got some work to do. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to go on a gender bender. Ooh, I know that sounds scary. (laughs) You see, uh, we live in a country where gender dysphoria, gender dysphoria, you know what dysphoria means? Because we've got to get our dictionaries back, people. It's a state of feeling unwell or unhappy, a feeling of emotional and mental discomfort as a symptom of discontentment. Restlessness, dissatisfaction, malaise, depression, anxiety, or indifference. And let's be honest, it's always been dysphoria in our teenage years, right? I mean, let's, you know, puberty, uh, hair is coming in, chemicals changing, freckles coming in, body parts growing. Whoa, where did that come from? What's that? Right? There's always been dysphoria. My lips grew, uh, were 10 years ahead of the rest of my body. <laughs> when I was a little kid, if I stuck my head out the window, my lips would flap because it took me an extra 10 years to grow into my beautiful full lips. But back then, they were flapping in the wind, right? Dysphoria. And so today, I want to go on a, a gender bender. You know, we live in a country where gender dysphoria is a cudgel. It's used to destroy the family and the fabric of society. And since there is a political purpose, let's be honest, for not defining what a woman is, it is time to consider what is a man? See, in, in, in my leadership training, leaderships find out what they're made of. And thus, they find out who they are. And once they know who they are, 
then what to do is not so complicated. And today you're going to hear from a recent graduate of Team 245. My only man that finished the class. Oh, I had three men and five women to start the class. But just like America, the other two men were confused. We had one man that chose to, hey, I'm going to step up. I'm going to be a man. And the other two men are confused. The other two men, one of them who was given a gift of $2,500 from me, a church member, bragged about how grateful he was and how committed he was and never find a harder working man in the world. You've never met somebody so committed to me. You never met. And so I paid $2,500 for him to attend my training. He was late for the team meeting at 5. He never showed up for dinner at 6.30. He slept through it, showed up a half hour later, and then slept through the start of class. And then, since then, I've never once talked to him since then, he's been doing nothing but trashing me and how evil I am and how he's going to beat me up and how he knows how, what my real character is. And, and the other guy, yeah, he's really not into that God thing and I don't really need to push myself. But today we're not going to hear from those two because those two are the ones that America hears about all the time. The two that aren't committed. The two that are purposely confused. The two that have excuses for everything, why things didn't work out the way they wanted. Why they're just a victim. Today, ladies, uh, today we live in a place where ladies got to step up. And if you listen to yesterday's radio show, man, you heard two incredibly powerful women Two godly women, two beautiful women, two driven women who went through the same thing that our guest is, uh, today is going to share with you. Yet they rose to the challenge. And you know the interesting thing about my guest when he first started was right where uh, one of the guys who quit was too. Uh, they knew each other, but yet one chose to play victim and one chose to pick themselves up dust themselves off and hit again. And see, here's the problem. In this time of confusion, it's at the top down. Our government is purposely confusing us. Remember, we just uh, uh, brought on a brand new Supreme Court justice, Miss Jackson. She has been paid to go to the greatest schools in the world. You know, she's black, and so she's got to go to every school she could ever want to. I bet you all her schooling is most likely paid for by the government, uh, by affirmative action type of things. Smartest when she went to all the greatest schools in the world at a very young age. She's been automatically juxtaposed up to the Supreme Court. Why? Because she's so smart. She's really smart. You want to hear how smart she is? Hey, Spencer, why don't we go ahead and play that clip? Not in okay. this context. So I'm not a biologist. The meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition. Senator, in my work as a judge, what I do is I address disputes. If there's a dispute about a definition, people make arguments, and I look at the right. law and I decide. Wow. wow. You know, yeah, I can go to the dictionary and look up. Uh, and it says an adult male human being is what a man is. A human being, check out this, uh, of either sex. See, now this is where the dictionary is now changing for everybody else. So now with the woke dictionary, look what they added. A human being of either sex. Isn't that amazing? 
So a man is now a human being of either sex. That is what the Oxford Dictionary says. In 2023, this is what we're supposed to believe. A man is a human being of either sex. You know what the definition of a man is? A person. Ladies and gentlemen, confusion is can be a state of learning if we choose to. But confusion can also decapitate you mentally, where it shuts you down. And today, I want to remove the confusion. I want to quote John Wayne. I want to play a real man in, in all my films. And I define manhood simply, men should be tough. Men should be fair. Men should be courageous. Men should never be petty. Never looking for a fight, but never backing down from one either. And you know what God says? God has a definition of a man. And God says, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, be strong. And God says, act like a man. Today, we're going to talk about what does it mean to be a man? Where have all the good men gone? Why do men no longer lead? And when men stop leading, families fall apart. When men stop leading, countries crumble. So after the break, we're going to talk about what a real man looks like, what a real man acts like, and why today in America we need some real men. We'll be right back. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Today, we're talking about what does it mean to be a man? Where have all the good men gone? Men, what does it mean that, to be a man? What does it mean to be a man of the home? You know, right here, I'm on dictionary.com, and it says synonym study for man. And it says man, male, gentleman are nouns referring to an adult male human being one paradigm of gender and biological sex. Man is the most general, most commonly used of the three. It can be neutral, lacking either favorable or unfavorable implication. A wealthy man, 
a man of strong character, of unbridled appetites. It can also signify possession of the most typical or traditional masculine qualities, to take one's punishment like a man. Male emphasizes the physical or sexual characteristics of a man. It may also refer to an animal or plant, a male in his prime, two males and three females in the pack, a male of the genius Lou. In scientific and statistical use, male is the neutral contrastive term for female. 104 females to every 100 males. Among birds, the male is often more colorful than the female. Not in the human species, guys. You know this. <laughs> Among birds, the male is often more colorful, ah, but not in humankind, right? Gentleman, once used only of men of high social rank, now also specifies a man of courtesy, a man of consideration. A real gentleman, to behave like a gentleman. Gentleman is also used as a polite term of reference. This gentleman is waiting for a table or in the plural of address. Are we ready to begin, gentlemen? See also manly or male. And ladies and gentlemen, let me give you some stats. 63% of youth suicides are from fatherless home, five times the normal average. 90% of all homeless and runaway children are from fatherless homes, 32 times the average. 85% of all children who show behavior disorders come from fatherless homes, 20 times the average. 80% of rapists with anger problems come from fatherless homes, 14 times the average. 71% of all high school dropouts come from fatherless homes, 10 times the national average. You know, in my training, I get a chance to tell people who they are. You see, there's a great proverb that says you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. I back people against the wall, and what comes out of them is their base character. And then I f shine a flashlight on them. I squeeze them. And then I have them look at what happens when life squeezes them. And then I ask them this simple question. Is that good enough? Doesn't your wife deserve a better husband than that, not a new husband, but you functioning at a high level. Don't your kids deserve a better father? Not a different father, but you acting at a high level. Doesn't the country need men to stand up to be counted? And the answer is yes. And so in my training, I get a chance to meet real people, real women, real men, real leaders. And today we're going to be joined by one of those real men, a real grads of mine, a real guy who I think is a great guy and becoming a good friend. So let's go to the phone lines and let's welcome Dylan to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, my friend? Doing well. How you doing, Mr. Bot? You know, I am much better, brother. It's man time. <laughs> and we're not going to pop a beer or sh take a shot, although that wouldn't be a bad idea. But we're not going to do that right now because it's early in the morning, right? I got right? an extra shot in my coffee. There you go, there you go, extra shot, extra shot. <laughs> so uh, you work for a great company, you know, Matt Lay and team there, you guys are doing some great things. What's the name of the company you work for? Uh, Infinity Solar USA. Yeah, and I got to tell you, you know, it tells me a lot. Leadership starts at the top, uh, and Matthew is uh, taking money that he can invest in a lot of things. 
and he's putting twenty five hundred dollars in each of you now. Now with USA uh, Infinity Solar USA, you guys go to a lot of training because Matt knows that sales is psychology, uh, and you've got to keep your mindset sharp if you're going to be a sharp salesman. So you guys go to lots of training. So this was just another training that you were told to go to, correct? Uh. Well, kind of how it happened is I was actually in Dallas. I live in Dallas, like Frisco. And when okay. Matt came to your class, probably close to a year ago now, maybe a little under, yeah. uh, the one in Fort Worth, um, yeah. I went out to dinner with him that same night. And I've known Matt for 12 years. He used to work for me. Um, and we got connected through mutual acquaintances and then mm-hmm. he ended up, uh, we ended up connecting a couple years ago when he was getting into the solar space and we've had our ups and downs in our relationship. But when I saw him come out of that class and the things that he was talking about and his energy and kind of just the transformation I saw within him, it was, I, I told him the night that I rode with him after uh, the, the night that he got done graduating on Saturday, I told him that if the way you're speaking and, and who you are right now is, is who you are really are moving forward. Like I'm ready to ride till the wheels fall off. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to do some big things here because I had never, ever heard his heart like speak in that fashion. And wow. uh, it moved me a lot knowing him for over 12 years. I had never wow. seen him so empathetic and concerned about people and just seeing the bigger picture behind things and not just hustling. He's always been a hustler and always someone who wanted to make a lot of money and kick butt and help people. But it was a whole different frequency behind it. And that, uh, that really intrigued me about everything. So that's what made me want to go to the class. Honestly. You know, this is so cool. You know, I never have a plan to interview. I'm just going to talk. And uh, what you just brought up uh, is such worth addressing because, you know, we all have in our mind's eye, what is a man, right? You know, I, I want, you know, Christopher Reeves, you know, Superman, right? I'm a Superman. Uh, and when I'll never forget this. When Superman got knocked off a horse, you know, he was in the horses, he and his wife, and he got paralyzed. I don't know if you remember that when that happened. But uh, mm-hmm. here's Superman. Here's the most, you know, when I look up, I, Superman's my favorite superhero. He's just a good old guy. You know, he's out there doing good. Uh, and then I'm looking, here's Superman in my eyes. And he's in a wheelchair. And he has a neck brace. He can't even move his neck. He can't even hold his neck up. And, and I'm not saying this is right, Dylan. I'm just telling you, this is how I think. And I started asking myself, is he still a man? I mean, he can't sexually take care of his wife. Uh, he can't lift weights. He can't you know, chase out a robber out of the house. And I'll never forget that. I kept asking myself, is he still a man? Because, you know, I was going through a process. You know, I didn't have my biological father, which is no big deal. My mom married some dude who was an alcoholic, uh, who we knew as dad the whole time, but he, he wasn't my biological father. He beat on us. He beat on her, alcoholic, quit a job on the drop of a dime. And I knew that wasn't a real man. And so when I got on my own, I was, I, you know, I got beaten up on one last time at 16 years old. My dad told me to get the F out of his house, and I did, and lived on my own, graduated high school on my own, went in the Army on my own. Uh, and the whole process, I wanted to figure out, what does it mean to be a man? Uh, does it, uh, being a man making a woman go, ooh, ooh, ah, ah, is being a man making a lot of money? And so I want you to know this, what we're talking about today is really, really important to me. And, and what you just said about Matt touched me. Because you said, man, you, you hurt his heart. You heard empathy and compassion and understanding. And you said, man, if that's the real man, that's what you said, then, man, dude, I'll go to the moon with you. Uh, I'll, I'll drop anything. But that's so powerful because when we think of a man, what do we think of? 
I mean, when you think of a bad Justin, I mean, what? Uh, and again, I don't mean to put you on the spot. You and I have, haven't talked about anything about this conversation. That's what I love about this. But I mean, before class, if you, if I was to ask Dylan, what does what does it mean to be a man? What would you say, Dylan? I I had a uh, an understanding of it to an extent. I would say it was someone who does take care of their family, someone who is kind and gentle. A lot of things that I'm that I not naturally I've had to, yeah. to seek to, to yep. do those things, but yep. someone who is strong where they need to be strong and is empathetic where they need to be empathetic and and control the situation and protects and provides uh those are things that come to my mind. Someone who, who sets the tone with God in their house and, and leads in that yeah. fashion. Um, yeah. Not someone who's loud and abrasive and aggressive. Yeah. But could yeah. be if they needed to be, right? But could be if they needed to be, correct? Could be, yeah. 100%. If they, if they needed. We're basically become what we need to be. Uh, and I don't mean fake because we live in a fake world. But there mm-hmm. are times, and we call it in class, you know, this emotional intelligence, right? The right emotion with the right intensity at the right time for the right reason, direct toward the right person in the right way. And what you saw from Matt right after his class, you said stunned you. I mean, you've known him for so long, and you saw a side of Matt that was compassionate, that was empathic, something that said, hey, I want what he has. And that's, that's a fair statement, correct? Oh yeah, hundred percent. But I was skeptical because I've I've been in the yep. leadership space. We actually met in a, a leadership format uh, just through a mutual uh, like friend and mentor and coach. Uh, like I said, twelve years ago now, and uh, so I've seen a lot of people have highs getting into a class, yep. and then you know that emotion yep. leaves, and if, you know forty eight hours later they're back to doing all the same silly things. Yep. But yep. that was what intrigued me about it, but. As the days, weeks, and months went on since he attended that class, uh, obviously he wasn't a perfect human or anything like that, but he, I, I seen that the change was, was genuine. I seen it in his marriage. I seen it in his relationships. I seen it in the way that he was addressing things. So that's what hooked me initially was how he held himself coming out of that class and just his heart was really shining through in a big way. But then the character development from that point on, the way he continued to carry himself was what made me really want to go. And then I had friends that also attended because they're like, what the heck is this? I want some of that. And then I'm like, okay, I, I need, I need to get a taste of this. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get some of this soup. Whatever this is, I need to get some. We got about 30 seconds for a heartbreak. I'm going to carry you over to the next segment. But uh, so let me ask you just I'll cut to the end chase and then we'll come backwards after the break. But uh, are you disappointed? Uh, was it all you thought it was? Was it less than what was your what do you think about the process? I think it's absolutely exactly what it needs to be. Um, it was very, very different than anything I anticipated, but I didn't have a ton of information because no one would share anything with me. So it was, there was a lot of uncertainty. And at first I think it might've been a little, a little anxious, but as we had that first orientation, I realized that I was going to have to submit to the process, which I had already committed to doing because I wasn't going to quit anything. Yeah, let's go. We're going to heartbreak, Dylan. Wait with me. Wait with me. We'll finish up this thought after the break. After the break, we're talking about what does it mean to be a man. We'll be right back. My show is about helping people become all they were created to be. Well, we all occupy a body, and we don't know how it works. We are born into it. But, man, that's a machine. And when you understand how that machine works, then you can work it more effectively. 
That's my outcome, to help people be able to make better decisions, have some hope, be inspired to be better today than they were yesterday, to live their life like it matters. Like It Matters Radio with Scott Black. When I attended the Leadership Awakening Workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. Inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And one of my favorite men of all time is John Wayne. And he said, a man's got to do what a man's got to do. He said, life's hard, even harder when you're stupid. He said, courage being scared to death, but sidled up anyways. He says, true grit is making a decision and standing by it, doing what must be done. We need men to lead. We need men to protect, provide both physical and spiritually. As a matter of fact, Paul gives six virtues that all godly men should pursue. Righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, and gentleness. And the psalmist says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. He's like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so but like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the ways of the righteous, but the ways of the wicked will perish. And we got to decide, ladies and gentlemen, it is appointed for man to die one time, and then comes the judgment. And the way we live our lives is the way we'll be remembered. And in my leadership training, we take people to that virtual end And we ask people, if today was your last day on this planet, how would you want to be remembered? And then we think about our spouses, and we think about our kids, we think about our God, we think about our businesses, we think about people and relationships. And how do I want my wife to talk about me when I'm no longer here? How do I want my kids to talk about me when I'm no longer here? What do I want said about me from the community square when I'm not here? What do I want to hear from those souls that stand and say, man, he changed my life. Without him, I would have walked out of that marriage. Without him, I would have went on a path I never would have recovered from. What does it mean to be a man? 
And today, that's what we're talking about. And man, we got a powerful, successful, good-looking man to join us. Not me. It's not me. You know me. That's not me. <laughs> no, I got this other guy. That's the guy I'm talking about. So let's welcome Dylan back to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Dylan? Doing well. Doing well. Uh, Dylan, ladies, just so you know, is a really good-looking man. He's uh, successful. He's got a beautiful wife. Got a chance to meet her. A beautiful uh, son, I think. Right? You have one son, correct? Twins. See, that's what I thought. And then I saw the two boys, and Caleb said his boy's playing with yours. I'm thinking, I thought he had twins. Then I thought Caleb said his boy and your boy were playing together, so it threw me off. So I thought you had twins. Four-year-old? How old are they? Four-years-old? Uh, they are six years old. It might have been confusing because well, so one close. of them is named <laughs> Caleb. That's what threw me off. That's the, But I saw the kids running around. I saw the love that your kids had for you. I saw your beautiful bride and how much respect and love she has for you. Uh, and she's a pretty smart woman. That doesn't isn't just cause. It's because the way you live your life. And so before the break, we were talking about, you know, what your thought was going into the class and all that. And you saw some things with Matt right out of class and you saw some continuation. But be honest with me, uh, Thursday night when we finally got started and there was so much chaos going that we we got started three hours late. We normally start about 6.30 on Thursday night and this time we started at 9.30 on Thursday night with the first module being about five hours. So we knew we were going to go till 2.30 in the morning and uh, some people really weren't that interested in that. But uh, so tell me, five minutes into it, uh, what are you thinking when it got started? <laughs> I was. That's okay. <laughs> it was kind of. It was kind of like fight, fight or flight. I did. I was. I've lived a lot of my life kind of having to survive, and so it was very, very intense pressure situation. Is what it what it felt like, and it was yeah. trying to. You know, another thing, and that's helped serve me, and also has been a hindrance at times. Is I've had a chameleon mentality to survive yep. and yep. So I was trying to chameleonize myself to the environment and figure out what was expected of me. How was I supposed to act or perform or what, 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 what was the yep. next step? And I think that that's where some of it got misrepresented because I was never offended or hurt or anything yeah. like that. I was just trying to process and download. Yep everything that was happening and it was a lot <laughs> and, I, and I come at you fast and I purposely yeah. I overwhelm you you know I hate to uh, yeah. quote uh, George W. Bush but shock and awe right shock and awe right I mean yeah. like whoa <laughs> what's this I mean it, it's intentional that way why because of this proverb you can tell a man's religion in time of despair so I bring it. I bring the uh, confusion. I, I push on you. And so whatever's in you, if you have resentment, you have bitterness, you have anger, uh, uh, man, I'm going to be pulling that out of you. It's going to be sucking right out of you because I'm coming at you hard. Uh, and so you're right. We do fit in. We Camille. Uh, we blend. Uh, we want to know, what do I need to do to get through this? See, you and I have a lot of trauma in our past. And so we learned early on that we got to make it the best we can. So we got to figure out what are the rules? Uh, how do I play? How do I get get through this, right, with as least pain as possible, yep. right? I mean, that's what you learned to do as a kid, right? And that's what I learned to do as a yep. kid. Uh, yep. and, and the reason we're doing what we're doing today, because we've done it before, we are creatures of habit, and you realize that as well, correct? Mm-hmm. 
And so what I did is I wanted to bring it hard to bring out the natural you, the 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 fleshly you, uh, you know that 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 part of you that you know is just you know autopilot, and then shine a light on it. And now here's the cool thing: early on, you did conform to the group, and the group was confused, and you only had one man that actually showed up. The other one was too tired to show up, but one man, and the one man that did show up wasn't really into what we were doing. Long before I mentioned that four-letter word God, uh, he wasn't interested in anything. Wouldn't, wouldn't do anything I told him to do. Not wrong or right, good or bad. That's just data. And so, in a way, that can affect people, and they do what everybody else is doing. But at some point, and it looked like it happened kind of Friday morning, you chose differently. When you came in that room on Friday, something was different. So what happened uh, Thursday night after class before Friday morning that changed in you? Because something changed. What was it? Uh, I, I think I just started letting go more and more. I, yeah. you know, I've spoke in front of 15,000 people multiple times. I, I speak in public speak a lot. I lead a lot of people. I help a lot. Uh, I built a, a, I don't know if you know this, but I built a successful uh, business outside of uh, Infinity Solar USA that I still have. Very cool. Uh, and so I, I, I have to what most would consider uncomfortable. I've, and used to like paralyze me and give me such anxiety and freak me out has not made me uncomfortable anymore. And so I think that what happened was I had to get used to being uncomfortable again and the intensity of being uncomfortable and breaking a lot of the walls down that I had built again. You know, I had built walls down before and then I had built them back stronger in different ways. So being able to be in such an uncomfortable and vulnerable space that I had zero control over was what I think I had submitted more to the following day and was more at peace with and was ready to commit farther to than I, and I was already committed to it before, but I think it went to another layer uh, Friday. And can I tell you why? Because you're a man of God. I think what happened, this is my, my opinion, my opinion, a dollar will get you a cup of coffee at 7-Eleven, a small one, nothing special. (laughs) But what happened is I think God, you said you had a peace. Uh, and you can't have peace uh, internally until you have peace with God. And I think at some point at the spiritual level, God said, it's okay, my son. Uh, I put you here. Uh, this is where I want you. And it's all going to be okay. And whether you heard that or not, but I think that's what it was because that's what God told me. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, from that point on, you rose up. Uh, you rose up uh, and became one of the key leaders. And without you, and you could have quit like the other two men did. And I really think that was a perfect picture of where the masculine uh, mind is today, that you just blend in. Can't we all just get along? You don't resist. You don't fight. You just roll over. Uh, and one of them was so tired. Life was so hard uh, that he couldn't take advantage of a $2,500 gift. And just like, you know, I've had to block him from my phone because he's done nothing but attack me since then on what a piece of crap I am. Because I gave him a twenty five hundred dollar gift, I haven't talked to him since Thursday night six forty three. I text him, "Hey, where's, where you at? You should be at dinner. Everybody's waiting on you. You're, you're taken away from the process." That was my last text. I haven't. And then Monday morning, I reached out to him to call him, and he wouldn't take my phone call and text me. So I don't want to talk to you. Undoubtedly, you're not. Inter- you're not a good man. And so that was it. That was, that was the whole thing. And then you got the one guy that walked out because he didn't like what I was talking about. But you rose. You became everything that I could dream of in the class. And let me ask you, what do you think right now? I mean, eight hours in the world of Mr. Black, how has it affected you? How has it changed you? Wow. Um, it's changed me in a lot of ways. It's uh, 
changed. It's given me a lot more peace, uh, which I which I've been seeking into understanding and gather more of. Uh, it's given me a lot of clarity um, through different things in my life. A lot of things that were made very clear to me this last weekend that I had questioned a lot of my life. So it gave me a ton more certainty. Um, it gave me a better practical application of how I can continue to grow and move farther into my callings and do it in a way that's going to be more honoring to God and it's going to be more authentic and genuine. Um, it's already bled over into my marriage. You know, it's really cool. I think you'll appreciate this. I got a compliment from my wife yesterday and she's like, called me and she was crying and she was super grateful for a lot of what I've been sharing with her. I wrote her a letter and re read it to her and I kind of had been walking her through some of my epiphanies without giving too much away. And she called me and she's like giving me some compliments. And she was like, it's really, really odd. But and I hope you receive this the right way. She said, but your presence and your energy, because you're so at peace and you're so happy it's almost like learning how to be around you again. And I, it's almost uncomfortable to be around you because there's so much peace that's coming from uh, you since you've gotten home. Uh, and I have to like it, get reacquainted with you because it's just, uh, I'm not used to it. It's so uncomfortable. But in, in the best hey, buddy. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church uh, and I uh, kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life and this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith and that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing and I just, I, I feel rejuvenated if that makes sense that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night, you know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for, for me right yeah. now. And you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's 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 really amazing. Sorry, I'm gonna get emotional, okay. but it's 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 amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like It Matters unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like It Matters Radio. Radio like it matters. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. And we're talking today about what it means to be a man. Uh, we're so blessed to have Dylan join us, and Dylan has a J-O-B, so I always say, can I keep you on for just 15 minutes? And I kept Dylan on for 30 minutes, and man, I could have had him for the whole show. He's a good man. I am so blessed. I get a chance to meet people at the core level. And remember, Dr. Alfred Adler, famous psychologist, told us that by the time a child is six years old, the majority of their map of reality is in place. And part of my job is to help people reconstruct their map of reality because everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. And we're living in some old belief systems, faulty belief systems, and now the, the prince of the power of the air wants to confuse us. So we don't even know what a man is. We don't even know what a woman is. We don't know what God is or who God is and why, why God so, ladies and gentlemen, this is a, there's a pandemic going on out there. It's not a, a man-made virus. It's not something that came out of a China lab. It's in our heads. It, it's the, the fifth-generation warfare. It's the battle for the narrative. So, please, uh, man, we need, we need to expand our territory, increase our responsibility. Like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash LAM Radio. And, please, we're a registered 501c3. We help people whether they have money or not. And God tells me you see a need, you meet a need. 
So please consider giving to our nonprofit. This allows us to keep LAM Radio on the air as well as we see a need, we meet a need. Uh, we have orphanages in Uganda, I have people in India. I got uh, Danny here locally in my neighborhood who is working to get an open heart transplant. We need to raise about 2500 bucks a month for the next year so he can be in the hospital and move his family and spend a year. There's so much we do. We have a prison ministry. Uh, so we, we need you and, and share our post. And please, if you uh, have a, if you live in a city that's not Minneapolis, because that's the only place we're actually on the live radio, go to your local talk radio, Christian talk show, and ask them, please get Like It Matters Radio on. We, we're saving lives. We're changing the world one person at a time. We need your help become syndicated. Why? Because at the end of our training, I have uh, people write four things. My first question is briefly share what your biggest block in life or business was before attending. Here's what Dylan said. My biggest block in life was my victim mentality and the selfishness that I have allowed to manifest from that. See, ladies and gentlemen, we live in a country of victims. We're being told it's called the drama triangle. Just look up Stephen Cartman. It's manipulation. See, every victim needs a savior. And so what the government does is makes all black people, all brown people, and of course the more LGBTQT and the more homosexual people they can create and create confusion is and create medical experience for life, the more these people are victims and the world hates you so the government's going to protect you. And then so all of a sudden the government is our God. The government of the left is God. Uh, the God is the government of the left. How will your experience at leadership waking affect your life? Here's what Dylan said. It will allow me to be grateful for who I am and the plan that God has for me because it has allowed me to reframe my life and go from victor to victim. See, Isaac Cubradono, uh, and, and I butchered his name, said this, if the contents of our mind were made public, people would be surprised at how much emotional trash and mental disorder we carry around. The devil's in the business of turning people into walking emotional garbage collectors. Aren't you tired of carrying the heavy burden of negative emotions? Aren't you tired of holding grudges? Aren't you tired of harboring toxic anger and resentment? Aren't you tired of carrying around old pains and wounds? Aren't you tired of just being tired? Physical rest will not relieve you from emotional fatigue. Jesus says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He tells us to take an inventory of your mind and throw away the heavy burden of broken dreams, missed opportunities, failed attempts, false promises, past disappointments, and past regrets at the foot of the cross and walk free. Don't allow the devil to turn you into an emotional dumpster. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Cleanse all corners of your mind and discard the old negative emotions you will carry with you. Quote, you can't have peace in your life until there is peace in your mind. Release old pain, discard resentment, get rid of your pound of flesh, get rid of your record of wrong, and release the built-up anger that fills the recesses of your mind. Philippians 4.8 says, Everything is true, noble, just, pure, kind, of good nature, virtuous, and worthy of praise. Meditate on these things. You change your mind, you change your thinking. And ladies and gentlemen, men, there's been a war on men. And women, you're paying the price. There hasn't been a war on women. Every two years at election, one of the parties wants to say there's a war on women because you can't kill your babies whenever you want to. Uh, you know, that's the war on women, supposedly, because all that matters to women is the right to kill that baby inside of them. That, I, I just think women are better than that. I don't believe that. 
And, and so there's been a war on men. And by the way, the real war on women is, let's be honest, it's, it is one of the parties. Let's th- think about the, the women of the year today in circa 223, right, 2023 America. Women of the year are men. The top athletes in women's sports are men, biological men. Men that can't make it in their own sport and then all of a sudden, they became transgender, and now they win in another sport. I'm going to tell you right now, if the deep state comes after me, like I'm sure they are, the prince of the power era comes after me, and I ever wind up in prison, just so you know, I'm LBGQT. I'm a woman. Just so you know, I'm letting you know ahead of time. Because I'd much rather be in a woman's prison than a men's prison. Ladies and gentlemen, father factor in education. Children with fathers who are are involved are 40% less likely to repeat a grade in school. Children with fathers who are involved are 70% less likely to drop out of school. Children with fathers who are involved are more likely to get A's in school. Children with fathers who are involved are more likely to enjoy school and engage in extracurricular activities. 75% of all adolescent patients in chemical abuse centers come from fatherless homes. Ladies and gentlemen, we're hungering. And let's be honest, you go to any college campus, you can't even speak. There's no free thought anymore. There's no uh, free speech. If you don't agree with the woke philosophy, you are beaten down, shouted down, stormed, ripped apart, your car's blown up or painted or your tires are slashed. And you look at all the drugs, the alcohol in college, and you know there's only one drug that's illegal on a college campus today. And that is called testosterone. They call it toxic masculinity. In the process of toxic masculinity, where men are evil, all men are evil. And if you're a white man, you're pure evil. You are the devil incarnate. That's why there's so much confusion. And look at all the leaders, the people we follow. The Megan Foxes, the Gwen Stefani's, the Angelina Jolie, the Brad Pitt's, the Adelaide, Charlize Theron, I mean, Naomi uh, Campbell or Naomi Watts. Here's the thing. I got a picture. Megan Fox has a son. And guess what? Dresses as a girl. She's a girl now. Gwen Stefani has a son. Guess what? He's a girl now. Dressing like a girl. Angela Jolie and Brad Pitt have a daughter. Guess what? He dresses and acts like a boy. Adelaide has a son. Guess what? Dresses and acts like a girl. Charlize Theron adopted a young black boy from Africa and turned him into a girl. Now that son from Africa is now a girl from America. Naomi Watts has a son who dresses and acts like a girl. So I just gave you six, of which five were boys who want to be girls. Why? Because when you're told that you're a waste, you're a mistake, all the problems in the world are yours, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's an incredible strategy. The Bible tells us beware of the wiles of the enemy. And boy, if you can destroy the man... When men stop leading, families fall apart. When men stop leading, countries crumble. And so we are made a certain way. Knowing who you are is critical. 
Jesus gave eight I am statements. I am the bread of life. I am the, the most powerful things he said. I am the gate, the shepherd's gate. I am the living water. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Before Abraham was, I am. Don't you realize why those are so important? Don't you realize that when he made those I am statements, people wanted to kill him? Because from who you are comes what to do. And if you don't know who you are, then you don't know what to do. And I'm gonna suggest, if you don't know whose you are, then the prince of the power of the air is gonna confuse you with who you are. So we need to bring clarity. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you, this daily radio show, please. Uh, I'm in the mental business, the battles in the mind. And when you understand how the mind works, when you understand the, the wiles of the enemy against you, then you can fight the f good fight. You can stand firm and act like men. Be watchful, stand firm, be strong, live in the faith. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.